and girls and welcome to another episode of the hangout hour the new and upcoming podcast that may be offensive but definitely entertaining my name is ox and i am d and we are back in the lab and up to no good as usual but not in a regular way today boy do we have a show today ask me why why ox because we have the one the only the man himself the freestyle king Ray Guell. Oh shit, the paparazzi are here. <laughs> Hi Ray. Hi. How's it going? It's going great. First and foremost, thank you for coming to the yes, show. Thank you for thank you having me. Uh it's definitely an honor to have you here, an artist at your caliber. You know? My caliber. It's getting knee deep in here. <laughs> A bottle of Chianti, huh? That's it. Bottle of Chianti. That's a private joke, by the way. Maybe we, I'll tell you guys about it a little later. We, um, we have so much to ask you. We want to pretty much walk through your journey in music, how you got to where you are. You took a little bit of a hiatus and how you've come back stronger than ever. Um, there's a lot we want to cover today. And obviously what we promote here in this show is follow your dream and, you know, the passion, and that's definitely, if anything, that defines Ray well. It's definitely overcoming adversity and definitely following your passion. So there's so much we want to get into. And again, I can't, we can't thank you enough for everything you've pretty much sacrificed to make it here today. I know it's a little bit of a hike out here in the suburbs, as you like to put it. <laughs> but um, come on, you know, it was easy. You just said you, you had two bottles of champagne for me. <laughs> Is that all it took? That's all it took. <laughs> we, uh, little fun fact, Ox. Hit me with it, D. I know Ray well personally for a very long time. Do you know? Yes, How, sir. How's that? Can you, can you get into that? Or? I'm going to let you guess. How about that? I'm going to, I want to see, are there any resemblances here? Anything at all? <sighs> He's your neighbor. No. 
I'm gonna go with. He's a good looking dude. No. So that should better, be better should looking. Be a tell all. Better looking than him. No. That should be a tell all. Yeah. Well. Is and then, then he must anything? be. And then he must be my uncle. <laughs> he's my godfather, bro. Yeah. He's my uncle, dude. I could have never guessed with the last name. You know how tough it is for me to live under under that shadow. Look at him. Look at him. You're doing pretty good. I got a funny story. I recall being about 11 years old. Nah, maybe a little old. Nah, about 11. Ray Guell, I think it was a Power 96 concert you were doing in Miami. The one that uh, Limo had to come and pick up the family, and we shared a limo with Brenda K. Starr. Do you recall that? Oh, my God. I do remember that. Is this when Power 96 was Power 96, like the good Power 96? I don't know. What, what was your experience? Like, Power 96 was changed, I assume, right? Yeah, it's different now. Yeah? Well, music changes. But I do remember that ride. That was crazy. Actually, she I don't pregnant. remember a lot of them, but... Yeah, but you remember the topic of conversation? I was 11 was years old. About? No, I don't. <laughs> okay, she was... Well, we're older now, so you can tell us. She was... Ha well, I don't want to, you know, I don't... Yeah, we're not here to slander but anybody. But no, no, and she's a great artist and a nice girl. Is she still working as well? Yeah, yeah, she's still out and about. Um, yeah, she was talking about, um, I guess now it's her ex-husband. She was pregnant, uh, I recall, right? Yeah, but she was having issues back then. You know. And didn't Paula Abdul also perform at that concert? Bro, I don't even remember. It was a lot. It was a lot of artists. Probably, probably. It was. It was. Uh, man, I, all I remember was being a kid. I think maybe my mom was pregnant, or I don't know if I had my sister was around. But I remember jumping into a limo, my first time in a limo, and there's this chick pregnant, and then I come to find out years later that that chick was Brenda K. Starr. And I remember you were wearing jeans and a leather jacket. Yeah, that was the look back then. <laughs> it's changed <laughs> the a little bit. The blue jeans and the black leather jacket. Well, you're not too far off right now. Yeah, well, you look thank, good, man. Thank, th thanks for the uh, outfit, though. No, no, you got it. You look good. We aim thank to please. You. We aim to please. So, since we're on the topic, um, you're from Miami. Born and raised. From suburb city. I was born on Miami Beach. Mount Sinai? Mount Sinai. Hey, and, so uh, was I. Were you? Yeah. Cool. Just a, a, a little bit after you. Not too much, though. Yeah. I'm just a little bit. The problem with being born there is they, they do the Jewish thing on you. <laughs> what is that? They, they do do the Jewish they thing. They take 10% off of you. <laughs> <laughs> Bottle of Chianti. <laughs> Fun fact. Danny, Danny was not. Danny was not born at that hospital. Well, he knows very well I was born in Europe. Okay, uh, so you kept the ten percent then. Good I'm for you. I'm all me, man. I'm all That's me. That's good though. Listen, if I was gonna have kids, that Never. would be. You'd I would. Keep, I would. Keep I would I, they, yeah, man. It's natural, and you lose sensibility when you. I mean, I wouldn't know. I, I lost it without even knowing that I lost it. But uh, from what you hear, from what I hear, yeah. <laughs> From experience. So, so, so you were born in Miami. I am a Miami born and raised resident. Awesome. And uh, you're also... A Spanish citizen. Correct. Correct. Yes, yes. You, you have, I have dual citizenship. And you have a place over in Europe. Yes, of course. Awesome. <laughs> so basically, uh, you know, what we want to do today is get, get the backstory, the raw story of Rayguel. Oh, this is your VH1 special. Oh, no. This is, no, no, that other, what, what is it? That Behind the show? Music. No, Behind no, the, no music. The, 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 the One Hit Wonders. What's that show? That, you're not a one-hit uh, wonder. Yeah, no, I know, but, but, but um, oh, man, 
It's on cable all the time. Where they talk about artists that it's behind the scenes, VH1. No, behind the, that's not, not behind the, the scenes, one. behind the music. Behind the music. Yeah, well, that's one, but it's not the one I'm talking about. But that's okay. Well, this is yours. This one's. This is Miami. all you today. This so, is in front of the scene. Correct. So you grew up in Miami. Uh huh. And uh, you went to high school. I went to a bunch of schools because you know, growing up in Miami and being an immigrant, and well, not being an immigrant, but being from immigrants. My parents were from Cuba. Um, it was a different time back then and they just, you know, they came to this country with nothing and, and built what, what they could. Um, a lot of racism back then and, and bigotry against Latinos. And, uh, they actually had for, uh, for rent signs that said no Cubans. Really? Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. 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 If you and, and go figure Miami is now. Well, yeah, yeah. Then, then, then. You know, it was all history after that. Then, then the Cubans the migrated and they, they, they built a city. This was a town. Yeah. You know? It was actually, um, if, if I know my history correct, Little Havana was actually prominently Jewish at one point. And there was the, um, the Hare Krishna. There was an area of uh, heavily populated with yeah, Hare Krishna. Yeah, there was. But I think they were more on the beach, weren't they? Uh, Coconut Grove. Yeah, in the yeah, Grove. Right. They have that the church in the they Grove. Still have the, they still have the yeah. Hare Krishna Church in the Grove. Do you Grove. recall that? Do you remember back in the day when the, the guys in the orange would jump around yeah, while you're out of like, course. having fucking dinner? I remember seeing them in the airport. I don't remember that. Yeah, I remember. I, I used know. to hang out in the Grove when it was cool. And um, and yeah, they were there. They were there all the time. And they would, on the beach, I remember they would go on the beach when we were out on the beach. And you'd, you'd see the Hare Krishnas. But they're cool, safe people. They're still I out mean, there. They're, 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 they're nice people. Yeah, they're peaceful. Yeah, they're very nice. Yeah. So you went to high school. When? So I want to know, we want to know, when was it that you figured out, fuck, I want to give music a try? Like, did you act? Were you in theater? Well, I, you know, I had the, 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 the thing since I was very young. I remember when my parents would be watching TV and, Remember as a young, young kid when the Beatles came out, and I remember, uh, God, I must have been, shit, old. I don't know, eight years old, who knows. Anyway, um, I remember I used to, you know, get up and dance and stuff, and of course my dad, you know, he wasn't crazy about that. He didn't want an artist or a musical kid. He wanted a doctor and a cop, which he later got to his credit. <laughs> he did get that. Um. So, you know, I was attracted to music. I was attracted to music from, from the get-go, you know. But I heard all the, the you know, the friends would, would say, oh, it's going to rain. and uh. So I, I always grew up very um, insecure about my talent. I still am, believe it or not. I still uh, am. No, I am. I no, am. Well, I think I, maybe, really I think I think to, to I think a degree. A lot of artists. I, yeah, I was going to say, too, I think to a degree, almost all artists still are, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I don't know. Uh, Mariah Carey isn't insecure, or maybe she is. You never know. You never know. When we get her on the show, I'll let you know. Okay. 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 (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I think artists... Did you go to school? Did I go to school for that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, after going to um, a number of schools, I graduated, and then I went to uh, a community college here, and I actually... I studied all the things my parents wanted me to study. And when I got that done, then I said, okay, now it's my turn. And I turned to uh, the theater program. 
and then I started uh, the acting thing, and and really I never really thought of myself as as a singer or or you know a musical artist. It was more I always thought myself more of an actor. You're a thespian. A thespian. Mm. <laughs> I always considered myself a thespian too. I, I did yeah, some acting too. in high school. Oh God. A yeah, bottle too. of Chianti. <laughs> you have a great voice, man. Thank you. you have well, a... that's why we're here, right? Yeah. yeah well. <laughs> He just has a, a great voice overall. So I got into the theater program there. and yeah. Actors Playhouse type no, thing? No, no, no. It was just, it was the New World Center Players or something to that. Uh, New World? New World, yeah. Oh, it's still there. Yeah, now now it's like a high school and uh, they've got a huge theater program, which yeah, they phenomenal do. school. My very good friend, uh, Madeline Marchant, who's a theater teacher, a lot of her students have graduated from middle school and gone there. Okay. And um, they have a great program there. It's a good local theater school. And um, were you in any plays or? I, I was in a couple of plays and stuff. And but the thing, the backstory for this, where I'm going with this, is there was a, a a show that they were auditioning for, and one of my friends from the uh, theater program needed. She wanted to sing a duet. Nobody does a duet for an audition, you know. But mm-hmm. anyway, she wanted to do that, and she needed somebody, and. And she asked me to do it. Do you recall what it was? Yeah. Come bring me your sweetness or whatever the come na 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 la da 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 with you I'm born again. I was half not whole. I don't know the rest of the lyrics. Is that a Barbara Streisand song? No, that was is that like a Peeble Bryson or something like that? I don't know. You don't know any of those are you're too you're too young. Oh, you'd be surprised. Really? Yeah. Bottle he watches a lot Chianti. of the History Channel. A no. bottle of Chianti. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm a big, you know I'm a big, I, I like yeah, no, the yeah, history, yeah. With, no, no, especially no, no. old stuff. I'm an old soul as it is already, so. Were you, growing up, though, in this era, disco, I would assume, was the big thing. Yeah, well, that, that, that's bi- that was my musical uh, genre, and that's pretty much what, what got me into music, really. Because that's that was those were my puberty years, mm-hmm. and just trying to find out who I was and discovering myself, and it was through disco. And my my idol will always be. I have two idol musical idols. One is Donna Summer. Okay. And the other one is Celia Cruz. Oh, okay. okay. You know, didn't you, I believe you met her? Yeah. Um. Yeah. One. I did a gig at a club on the beach here called called Club New. And she was uh, doing a gig at, oh my God, what's the name of that club right now at Senior Frogs? The big club. In the Grove? No, on Miami Beach. It was on the corner. Oh my God. David Padilla used to spin there. Shit. Man, I'm, you see, it's the champagne. (laughs) The champagne. Excuse me. Let me take a zip. Anyway, it was a big, 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 big club. And she was performing there, and I remember, um, I remember leaving the show, and I had the limo guy just drop me off at the club, and we were backstage, and you know it was great. While were she you was already? But this is already. When were you, you were in the already, game already? already yeah, I game. was already in the game. I was, yeah, I was performing. I just. Uh, were you singing at that time already as well? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. When was it that? So you did this? How this I got involved with with the recording industry? Yeah, and that's, shit. that's 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 what like, I want to figure. Out. When yeah, did what? Ray Guell fucking realize? Hey, you know what, yeah, man? This is it for me. This is did what somebody I want to do. Did approach you or? 
Okay, well, listen. Um, the truth is that I was in a relationship that uh, pulled me away from from what I wanted to do. And uh, jealousy played a part, uh, possessiveness, whatever. I just, you know, they didn't want me in the public eye or whatever. So after that was over and I was, uh, I was really down and, and as I tend to be, because I tend to, to swing more for towards depression and stuff like most artists, which is where we get our musical dialogue from anyway. Um, so I thought to myself, well, I could either, you know, <laughs> drown my sorrows or, or I could, you know, turn something negative into something positive. And so what I did was is I uh, got involved with, with a small band. It was called Opportunity Knox, and we were doing new wave music. So I, um, I invested in a demo, and I started to shop it to the smaller independent labels that were in Miami. And, um, and I took it to one. I don't even remember the name of that label. They didn't want the band, but they wanted me. So such a that's such an MTV story right there. Yeah, you yeah. got to give up the band if you want to make it. Yeah, but you know what? It was tough because I was in a band. A full and piece it was, band. Well, it was three of us, and then you know whatever the fillers were. Excuse me, that was a, a hidden burp, <laughs> and um, <laughs> and I just felt I felt really shitty because you know we went in there as a band and. I probably shouldn't have accepted the offer, but I did. And um, they signed me as a soloist. And then they, um, they hooked me up with the first producer that I worked with. Well, not the first, but the first famous producer that I worked with, which was Tolga. He's the guy that produced Lanier and Stevie B back okay. in the day. So that's, uh, we got together. We wrote some music together. We wrote You Took My Heart. Which oh, was wow. supposed to be my first re- release, but it really it it as when we started doing the ad libs for it, I started playing some uh, a tune in my head, and it turned out to be just another lover, and he liked it so much that uh, that became the first release instead of the one we had planned. So you wrote just another lover. I wrote the lyrics of just another lover and most of the melody, but you know you have to share credit when you have somebody programming stuff. Of course, and, yeah, 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 of course, whatever, but. I need to learn how to work Pro Tools and Logic and all that <laughs> stuff so I don't have to give away credits. But listen, sharing is caring. Yeah, absolutely. So, Bottle of Keon. <laughs> so then you, you did that project, and then you don't remember your first gig? No, I don't. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Yeah, that is pretty funny. Yeah. I'm sure I was terrified. How I, old were you, more or less? Uh... So this must have been 1989, 1990, and I'm 59 now. Ish. Yeah. No, Pl- I am 59. <laughs> God. I'm older than God. No. <laughs> I think he's got a little bit of <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think he's got one on me. Yeah, I think you're good. Bottle of Chianti. Bottle of Chianti. I don't know what it means, but I'm saying it. So you, <laughs> you, you had your first gig, and clearly you had something to progress, because... Your first single was You Took My Heart? No, the first single was Just Another Lover. Okay, and that's the music video that we were playing today on Instagram, right, which yeah. is the black and white video. Uh-huh. 
Do blue jeans and black leather Do you jacket. know where I filmed that? That's what my next yeah, that question was. Yeah, that was going to be a follow-up. I filmed there. that at the bus station in Fort Lauderdale. You're kidding. And who was the, the dancer? I don't know who the fuck she was. <laughs> who was the filmer? <laughs> who, who's, who was filming? Um, I think Tolga was there directing it and one of his one of his entourage. I don't know. What My, my question is, so any artist, right? So as you know, I play drums, right? And Oscar plays air air guitar. Yeah, a so, wicked one. A wicked. He's really good. So, is it the dream? Like you know how a lot of people think, "Hey, I'm a good singer." Like, what gave you the confidence to know, you know what? I'm gonna take this next step. Nothing. I don't have the confidence. What made you feel like I'm good enough to make a music video? Other people liked what I was doing. And where did you record that? What do you mean? Like obviously, in a music video, you record and then you dub over with the video. Well, yeah. By the time the video was going to be done, I, I, you know, I've got a song. The song is doing great. It's, it's on the radio. And, you know, and you just do what you got to do. Um, but it's really weird because, you know what, you hear your stuff on the radio, and, but you, you feel a little disconnected from it because you know it's you, but I don't know. It's, it's really surreal. At least it was for me. It was really surreal. It was great. Everybody... All the accolade. You, do you remember where you were the moment where you heard your my your song hit? on the radio? Yeah, I was alone in the car. Did you send it to the radio station? How did it work back then? Did Toga, you Toga, Toga, Toga handled all that. My manager at the time, they what? handled all that. I didn't know much about the business, which I gotta tell you something. If there are any up and coming artists out there, before you learn how to play any kind of music, you gotta learn the music business, because I got fucked. And excuse my French, but I no, got, no, we encourage it. Yeah, I I got <laughs> fucked, and they didn't even use lube. What happened? Well, and I'm gonna I'm gonna talk a little about that here, but I don't really like mm-hmm. to talk about it because yeah. because I don't blame anybody but myself. You know, ignorance is not an excuse. You know, I got caught up in the dream, and when you're in that business, um. The, the savages or the, the, not savages, but the people that. that the people that are in a position to make things happen, they make it happen and they make you do it based on your dream. And so they play on your dream, but you don't know anything about publishing and that they're going to take your publishing. They're going to take part of your writer's credit. They're going to take this. They're going to take that. You know, by the time you find out, that label was closed and it was sold. The deal was sold to Atlantic and I had no part of that deal. And then they offered an album, but because the person that brought the deal to the table was greedy and wanted more money, they killed my career and they killed that or not my career, but they killed that deal, you know, and I had no idea what was going on behind the scenes. And is that one regret you would say? It's it's a catch twenty two because it's you you lived and learned it but like what could you have done different at that age? at that time you're what eighteen nineteen years old were no you no older? when I was I don't know I was in probably 20s. my early twenties my so, early twenties but you know you don't you don't know about it I mean my biggest regret is not being educated enough about that I was educated in business and everything I studied. But I couldn't prepare you for that. For but that I world. didn't know the business of the of the music yeah, industry, you know. Over, yeah. So is is it safe to say that 
not knowing the business or the music business itself is probably one of the worst parts about being an artist. Yeah, especially when they take sure. that control, like you're like you're saying, they're they're taking that control away from you, of you uh, being an artist and your music and and your. It's not so much the control; they take away your money. Yeah. You know your earnings. You know your your just another lover made a lot of money. I didn't see a damn penny of it. I saw it from from the performances, which you know, hello, I earned that money because I performed, but you know that label never gave me a goddamn cent for so, royalties. And so this might be yeah. I was gonna that's say that's kind of fucked up if if I can interject because it it's sad that the industry works that way because you know anybody's excited. That's gotta be the most exciting time of an artist's the start of his career you know and you're, you got that raw talent you have what you were blessed with and you're taking that leap of faith jumping in this industry and you try to surround yourself which unfortunately you're not the first nor the last person that's going to say this story but you try to surround yourself with people that all right listen i'm entrusting you because let me do what is bringing the crowd let me do what's the money maker the the, the art and i'm trusting you to be familiar with the industry and yeah. then what they do is they fuck you yeah well listen yeah but they also put me on the scene so you know it's Can't it, be too you gotta you gotta you gotta those are your dues you know you gotta pay your those dues. are you gotta pay your dues and you know you're not you're a person that nobody knows and you have these people that have the power to put you somewhere so they basically you know that's that's the price you have to pay. So were I you, mean, were you able to at some point obtain the rights to Just Another Lover? Have you been able to obtain those rights? I have some writers credit and 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 stuff, but but no. What I did is I re-recorded it. I re-recorded it and um and I remastered it and that's what's on the radio. I mean, that's what's on my greatest hits album and stuff, but after everything, yeah, I've I've because of of my label manager and and your current label my, manager my current label manager my my friend my my co-writer my producer my I, I guess he's my best friend Giuseppe D who's an incredible producer and he comes from the same back from back then and he kind of got a raw deal back then listen you know what but then how does like the Stevie B's and the Johnny O's and the the Connie and the Expose I don't uh, listen, I don't know about their deals, but I can but you guys I can tell you that, that 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 like, yeah, but I really don't want to get into bad mouthing anybody, but you, I'm sure if you look up if you look up the Expose story on Google, you'll see those girls got a raw deal and uh but you know, who are you going to blame? Are you going to blame the person who if 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 you've got the power to 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 create this and and you're a business person. I mean, there's no heart in business. All's fair in love and war, you know? Yeah. So, you know, I'm it's, I'm investing my money in this artist who's unproven. I'm I'm connecting everything. I made it happen and I made them a star. And now that they're a star, you know, their head gets a little big, and with all due credit, you know, they're they're the artist, and they're the the front, and and they're they're what everybody's looking at. I just I feel it sucks because they sacrifice the most, 
Well, it's a sacrificial lamb at the end of the day, but look at the product that they got out of it. You know what I mean? Well, but some of them get the raw deal. Of course. No, they all, more Listen, than likely. A lot of them. artists get the raw oh, yeah, deal. Even even this, uh, oh my God, what's the name of this girl? This real this country girl that's now pop. Taylor uh, Swift? My, Taylor Swift. Yeah, Taylor Swift. You know the deal with her. No, I don't. Oh my God, the label the label that she was on took took all her, her early recordings. Wow. You know, and you know, uh, was wasn't print. it Kesha? Kesha got fucked too. Yeah, right? well, and well. I, I recall that there was a, I think it was like the Oscar, the Grammys, where she couldn't go on stage and perform a song, and all the artists, there was like, like I don't know if there's like a union of artists or or whatever, but they were all backing her, and she went on stage and performed something because her manager or the label. Yeah, was screwing yeah. her. Do you, are you familiar with what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I don't know the exact details of it, but listen, this is this is a typical story with all artists. Artists start, and they're just like you said, the sacrificial lamb. And it worries me, though. But I, 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 yeah, but it's why the, do you think artists sue their labels and all that after they 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 renegotiate the contract? You can't do that until you have leverage, and once you have leverage, you say "fuck you" or "I leave." So I have a two part question. And if you don't mind me asking, George Michael had that issue uh, when I'm he t- was in Wham, when he left Wham. Yeah, and when he had then then fortunately he got on Geffen Records, and but but yeah, I mean, hello, every it's a, but artist. it's the repetitive but story. It's discouraging it's, for an artist now. Like if you hear that, well, that, what you do is you learn the business, and if you're gonna get fucked, you understand why you're getting fucked. And you prepare, you know, and you know, you know your your or shit, tr- or try not to get that fucked, get a little bit fucked, at least use a little lubricant. Okay, I understand, and protection. Yeah. So here's my two part question. <laughs> yeah, cupe pa fuera. <laughs> that means and spit out, guys, just in case you guys didn't. Understand. We're not only entertaining, we're educational. Yeah. So here's my two part question. Number one, do you think that any artist or anybody can be an artist, whether they're good or not good whether they have the uh what's the word i'm looking for you're so good with words i'm not i'm really i'm not I'm, but i sure go ahead <laughs> do you Look, th- i think do the you question think anybody would here do you think anybody no matter who they are or what caliber or caliber of spunk or whatever they have to become an artist creativity do you think creativity do you think anybody can become an artist i think with so today's technology i think listen what is art it's Art is an expression. Correct. We all express ourselves. Absolutely. I'm going to quote that. You know, and some people, some people's expression is popular and other people like it and other people relate to it. Other people, who gives a fuck? And here's my second part. So if, yes, everybody, any, anybody can be an artist. So I'm gonna, if I'm gonna I walk in, to that. If I walk in and I wanna, I'm an artist, I got a song or whatever the case may be, you, Rigwell, are my manager. You being... Uh, the the man that you came up the way you did and you got fucked the way you did, proverbially speaking, hypothetically speaking, you know, with the whole business and stuff. And that's my own fault. I take responsibility. Correct. But that. now you're educating me. So now you're going to come into a, a scenario that I want to get a record deal and you're going to represent me. Do you think that it's going to be easier or more difficult for me to get a record deal? You coming in and representing me, knowing the business and you not letting me get fucked. You understand? You understand my question? Yeah. Well, if you have a good attorney, if the attorney's connected, and if the if if what you've got to put out is good, and they're really interested in that, 
then they'll come to a compromise in a deal. You could, you know, you could basically give it away on the first album, but if this does a certain amount of sales or whatever, if it recoups whatever all the expenses was and whatever, by the way, they never recoup. They never recoup. That's why, that's why artists, you know, they, they, back in the day, they don't do that anymore, but they would, to sign with you, you had to give them a, a lump check. The artist had to pay? No, no, no. The artist, oh. yeah, like for Janet Jackson, I'll, I'll sign with you and I'll be on your label, but you need to give me so-and-so much money. And that's a lot to them at that point. Well, because that's money in the pocket. Yeah. Because the, the money right that now. they're going to make from royalties and whatever, it's they're not going to get any. I'm still getting, I'm still getting statements from Sony that say I, I owe them money for, for, for a couple of productions I did with them. When did you sign with Sony? Oh, my God. I'm so bad with 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 dates. what album would you could you see um, inspiration? No, I didn't do no inspiration was on my own album Groovy Tunes. That was me. That was financed by me. That was produced by me. I was the executive. I did all that on my own. Um and got fucked by the producer that I hired <laughs> who went behind my back and sold it to Hot Records and they before I put out the album, they put out a 12-inch of my first release. And it was one of the guys from Lanier. The, the group Lanier? Yeah. Wyatt Pauly. Oh, did I just mention that name? <laughs> Wyatt Pauly. So fuck Wyatt Pauly. Yeah. Hey, you, You know what? Wyatt, I hired him. fuck you. God, you know what? You want more? Usually, you, need, you need more? You need more? Yeah, I don't. You, you've Let's got me talking That's things good. that I don't ever talk Ooh, about. Nice and how raw. Many, how many people hear this show? Uh, about Bottle four hundred. Of Chianti. About four hundred or so. Yeah. Four uh, so let me let me uh, let me change it up a little bit. and We'll get back to that. Can we get nice? Can, can we be nice? Can you? You think anybody can sing? Like like my buddy Oscar here. He wants to sing. Can you? Can you help him out here? Because he. He thinks he yeah, can there's can a program. There's a program that you <laughs> sing on, and if you're out of key, it puts you on. Are key. there are there any exercises you would do to to sing? Cause I want I want to hear if Oscar can do them, so we can just exercises end this debate. to sing. Yeah, like a uh, do re mi la well, so, la Oscar, you, first you'd have to get on the floor in the doggy position here. Oh my what God. the? F <laughs> what kind of singing are we doing? <laughs> Well, this, these are vocal exercises. Oh, do I have to arch my back as well <laughs> and look to the back? And well, do it like depends. A that depends if you want to hit a a high note or not. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh so, boy, I'm in trouble. So, so bottle what, of Chianti. Bottle of Chianti. What was we're gonna call the episode? Bottle of Chianti. Yes. Can you? I, I want to hear Oscar do some of these exercises. Can Can you do a vocal exercise really quick for us? Uh Really quick, if a you vocal, can go through, uh, like, go through the well, ring. You know, you, you do. No, I don't you know. Do. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, that's nice. <clears throat> you want to do harmony with me? Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> you want to be harmonious? With harmonious. Me? Let's be harmonious Let's together. Let's be harmonious. Okay, get on four. <laughs> Again with the awful. <laughs> <laughs> Bottle of Chianti. Bottle of Chianti. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need another beer. Oh God! So uh, we got a, we got a little off track here. So let's rewind a little bit. Yeah, get off the floor, Oscar. <laughs> I'm getting up. I'm up. I'm up. I'm up. So you um, just another lover came out. 
late yeah. late, 90, it, late 90 or yeah no probably a was released late 89 and 90 it hit and and, and that and was an was, album or just a single no it's just a single it played on the radio power power i think it made number I, i'm not sure if it made number one or number two i would think i would have remembered if it hit number one i know it did hit number two or was it you took my heart hit number two it did hit number one at one time, if if memory serves. Yeah, we're gonna stick. When when you played "Just Another Lover," that made number two, and you recently had, I think, a couple songs that hit like top fifty. Well, that was one of them, and "You Took My Heart" was another one. Look, I'm gonna tell you, I didn't really know that I made it until I got down to Brazil, and and that's what we want to get to. But I just want to kind of do a timeline here. I had a lot of I, I had a lot a of success. I, t I had a lot of success in the U.S. and I had no idea, no idea what the song was doing in 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 South America. If you had a good producer, they would have let you know that. Or is that it? Just the music no, because most of the most of it was bootlegged down there. Really, there was a lot of bootlegging. I mean, I remember being in New York on a gig, and then walking through the village, and I heard my song playing on a boombox on the sidewalk and they were you know it was guys selling cassette tapes and they didn't have cds back then it was cassette tapes and i said man i'm not I, too young for that because i, remember I those. made it man i my music's being bootlegged and people are recording it and putting you know selling uh, it on their so own so yeah i think that's uh, when you know you made it a right typical when artist you would get, get mad but it's kind of like fuck it's pretty cool that, 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 it was listen, cool honored man I, you know, mad, being in Brazil and having them bring you an album on somebody else's label for you to sign it, somebody had put out an album, a record with you on it, and you never even gave permission for that. Was it like uh, a collective, like a bunch of artists on it, or was it just you? Yeah, no, it was a bunch of artists, but it's somebody that, that, that had an independent label, and they just... Took it off, recorded it, and burnt it on a on a on a vinyl. So yeah. So when you performed in New York and stuff, I wanted to ask you: thus far, what's the best place you've performed? Your favorite? I would have to say Brazil. Was that difficult for you? Because I know you blew up over there, the language barrier, and you going down there. Because what 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 brought you to Brazil? Like. Well, I um somebody contacted me from Brazil and they wanted me to go down there. And I had no idea. You know, I was sheltered from all this. I, they, th this is all the business part of it. I was I was caught up in my songs are, my songs are playing on the radio. I'm going to San Jose to do a show. I'm doing this show here. I'm doing this. I didn't have time to think. Mm -hmm. So much stuff was going on that I didn't have time to think. I, I I'm here today, but I'm I'm thinking about what's going on next week and wh where I have to be next week. And, and I, you know, the truth is I didn't enjoy the moment. I didn't enjoy the moment. And then, and that happens a lot. It happens a lot in all kinds of businesses. You know, when things are going, you're so busy and things are going well and, and this and that, you're just looking for the next, well, okay, this is good. What, what, what's coming next? What's coming next? And unfortunately I've lived the most of my, my life that way. Even as a kid, I, you don't get I, to stop. Breathe no, and take I a don't, look. Like, I never, fuck, I'm here. Yeah, yeah, I, no. No, but do you feel that way now and, and, and where you are in life? Because you have a lot of accolades, not like you can stop now because I think... kind of smell the roses. If well, you I keep telling myself that, but I, but 
And I keep telling myself I want to slow down. And I think I've always considered myself an overachiever. Mm -hmm. And even as a kid, I was an overachiever. And possibly it's because I felt like the world was against me. And I kind of had to, you know. Is I that where you get your inspiration from to, to write music? Like you're, you're That the world is against me? Yeah, is that like where a lot bottle of Bottle of Chianti. <laughs> no. It's from a bottle of Kihan. <laughs> no. Um, you know what? Because um, that, that was uh, earlier today. I'm sorry to cut you off. We, we opened up the, we put a poll out so people could write if they had any questions. And that was one of the questions we got. We wanted to, a lot of people want to know where exactly you found your inspiration to from write. From my life. From my life. Most of my music is autobiographical. Certainly my earlier music. You know, I wrote from the heart. So, yeah, you took my heart was from the broken heart I had. Just Another Lover was from, you know, motherfucker, I'm not just like any, anybody else you've been with. You know, I, I, I have my, my worth, you know, and uh, Haunting Visions I wrote when I lost my dad. Yeah. God, that was so hard to record. That was... Did you have inspiration from that? Yeah, of course I had inspiration. Yeah. You know, it was... Um, it was after my dad had died, and um, and I was haunted, haunted with emotion and haunted with thoughts and 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 all that kind of stuff that that you go through when you lose somebody that was important to you. But I, you you I, get to channel that. I gotta say, yeah. To 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 be, able, I'm not a person that expresses myself. D knows me very well, so I'm not a person that expresses myself very well, and the ability that. And I'm going to use this phrase loosely. Writers and able to put down your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, your everything, pour it out onto a piece of paper, whether you're a writer, whether you're a singer. Either way, it's all going to come down to it. So I commend you, and I've always been fascinated with that because it's something that I've never been able to uh, channel? Channel, channel myself. I've tried. Um, Why? What? I, I, don't, I don't know. I, Are you not I, a good communicator? I am not at all. No. At all. At all, like Why? I, I have, Why? Why? you know, you know, writer's block. Yeah. Well, that's my entire life, and that's my entire thought process. Um, I have a very hard time communicating. I. But why? There's got to be something behind that. I don't know. Maybe my insecurities as well. But, uh, I that's why I, I'm so fascinated. Insecurities. When I, <laughs> well, that's for another show. But uh, that's why I find it fascinating that. That's funny you say that. Writers. Insecurities. That writers are able to to express themselves so well and then turn it into a song and and, and <clears throat> there's songs that y you know it might be your own or it might be well, ones that you hear and say man you know what that song just not not that it hit me but it it poured everything out of me and i feel exactly what that writer with the singer everything that's going on so, so basically they expressed what you were feeling correct well you know what's unfair what's unfair is that there's sometimes like being a fan, right, of music, you sometimes hear, and it's fans are probably the worst. And this is going to lead me into what I want to get into. But fans, it's probably the most difficult thing because at first you start to, to perform music, you're doing something from the heart. And like what we were talking about, you channel hurt, love, excitement, and that's what you put on paper. And then you put a beat on it, and then you're making, you're creating. And this is, at, at one point when you started, this is like, fuck everybody. I'm, I'm doing me, and if people like it, they like it. But then 
the fame, the, the, the thought, the vision, the dream of that other side, not saying you personally, but that's what gets a hold of people. And then they kind of start doing it for the wrong reasons and creating for other people rather than themselves and being true to, to one. Now, I feel that in doing that, being a fan, there's a lot of artists that come out and fans are so critical and ruthless, right? So like there'll be an album that'll drop and you'll be like, fuck, this song sucks. But then being a fan, fans need to understand you're backing up the person, where the music comes from, why are you going to be like that and, and fucking bury an artist because at the end of the day, just because you didn't relate to a song or, hey, this song didn't really appeal to me, it appealed to you, the artist. It's coming from a, a place. It could have been the, the, the loss of somebody, the, the, the birth of a child, the, the marriage, the dating, and it meant something to you and fans are so ruthless and critical and I think it's unfair and I think that may be, and correct me if I'm wrong, one of the toughest things about being an artist. Do you understand what I'm saying? I know what you're saying, but you know what? Um, look, um, I went through a, artistically, I went through some challenges because they just wanted me to sing freestyle. And, you know, a lot of my fans, my biggest amount of fans are from the freestyle industry, from the freestyle genre. And certainly that's what they want me to sing and that's what they want me to do. And I've had problems when I release new music because I like to think of myself as an artist that is evolving. I'm also a human being that's evolving and we're growing and we mature and we change and our music changes and artist changes, you know, and, and my thoughts change. And I don't know me as an artist, my music is, is, my songwriting is through my experience in life. So experience changes you, you know? I'm not the same guy I was when I was young. I mean, part of me is, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm still insecure, but I'm not that little insecure kid. I mean, when I look at pictures of me when I was really young and I, I kind of look at it in third person, I say, man, that poor kid, what he was going through at the time, if, if he only knew now, if he only knew then what I know. Well, that's you know, life. That's life. I think that's... I think you it changes. You can apply that to anything. General, yeah. right? okay. we all so, grow. so why can't we apply that to the artist? Yeah, absolutely. And grow with the artist. And that's what I'm saying. But some... Well, you know, look, Donna Summer. Yeah. Donna Summer was a queen of disco, you know, but she didn't want to do that. She wanted to do R&B and gospel and all that stuff, but... But at that she, time, being young, you, you're influenced by her the hits were disco. Yeah, you know her hits were disco. And listen, and they were probably I, they were probably flashing money to her, so she's like, "I'll oh, do." Listen, I don't like a lot of her later stuff, and I'm but she's my a, idol. But you're still a fan. Uh, I bought the albums. Yeah, just I just didn't play them. Okay. Yeah, and then yeah, and I think there's a, but you know what? I think that there's a lot of fans because you can be an artist and you're still a fan to somebody because everybody's. You idol something. You you walk. You started this path because of an influence that you had, and you being an artist, you're still a fan to somebody. And at least I think there's a lot of people that do that. They that they still will purchase to support. Well, I found a compromise. And what is that? My compromise is that I will. I like to keep everybody happy, so most of the new stuff that I do. Up until recently, 
which it hasn't come out yet. My new album. We're going to get into that. Comes out in September. Um, I'm supposed to be doing the plugging. You know, it was supposed to come out before, but this COVID shit really fucked everything up for for everybody. <laughs> um, especially the people we lost. But uh, I, I want to tell all the heroes out there, the first responders and and the cops and the nurses and the doctors and everybody that's uh that's taking a risk to help our humanity and our our citizens uh, you know uh much respect and thank you so much and you guys are my heroes absolutely i think we i think we all need to take a a sip for this one you know uh, on that on that note, we should all take a sip. Maybe you crazy need a times, huh? It's it's it this is, is so, odd. It so is odd. weird. It is odd. I, it's so weird. I've I've gone through we, so many weird. We feelings. had a question. We had a question on live. What, what was the question? It said, um, "Hit the hit the button." Was eight and a half. <laughs> we got a question here for you. It says, uh, "What was the most relatable song to you?" One song comes up, but I'm not sure it was the most relatable because I have. When I think of, of the old stuff I did, I think it would be giving up. Giving up. On this loneliness, I'm giving up. Back to back in the day, that was my favorite song. Uh, that was the third release I did. Um, but with the newer stuff, I think Love is the Answer. Okay. Love is the Answer talks about, it's still relevant now. And it talks about the bigotry, the hate, the discrimination. It was my, uh, the first time that I wrote a song that had a, I guess, a political backdrop to it, but we won't discuss politics. So um, we're going to look for Love is the Answer for the ones that haven't heard it while Ox is looking for it. So that was, I, I would understand. So I released that song as a, as a house track. Did but I did you did. like freestyle? Did of, you? I still love freestyle. You did. Yeah. You, you didn't yeah, like. Yeah. You were never influenced, especially in the eighties. Like, there was no influence at all from like rock and roll, like Queen or anything. God like that. no, no. I listened. Listen, when I was a kid, I listened to Motown, and I listened to things like uh, James Taylor. Oh. Uh, Don't even talk to me about James yeah, Taylor. James Taylor's you know, he's, shit. He's he's is. What a great songwriter. What yes. great melodies. Uh, Stevie Wonder, that's Motown. I liked uh, Light Rock. You know, I don't, I'm, I was never into the crazy shit. I'm just, I don't like heavy metal. And I don't like those guitar slicks that are like screaming cats. It's cool. It's just not, yeah, it's not it's something not, I like. It's not your cup of tea. We're going to get, get into a song right now. I got it ready. But there's a, there is a question here. Ray, please talk. About your take on the future of li- uh, the future of live performances post COVID. I hope it becomes more intimate. You know, I'm tired of Agreed. going to arena shows. I'm tired of going. One thing, one of the last shows that I saw was Madonna at um, the AAA. No, at uh, the at Jackie the, Gleason. Oh, okay. uh, what's it called? The, the Fillmore. No, that's the Fillmore. The, the Fillmore. Yeah. No, the, the, that's the one in the beach. Yeah. And I saw I've, Janet Jackson doing. I fucking love that venue. That, that venue place was, good. was awesome. It is intimate. You know, and I personally would rather pay more for a ticket in a smaller venue, because I think, I think you, I think, listen, I think we just gotten 
back to the realness of, of what life is and, and what's important. I think this has been an experience. You know, some people think of it as biblical. Some people think it as, as political. Some people, I like to think of it as the energy of the world is just resetting itself. You know, we were, we were headed in a really dark place. Our country is really divided, you know. Again, I'm not going to talk about politics, but, um, you know. I have another funny question for you uh, from Barbie Fernandez. Uh, will you hey, ever Barbie. Do, will you ever do a home party? Barbie on a stick. Will you ever do a home party? Only if I was invited as a guest. And you would do it. I would do it. And there was a it. lot of champagne and? I wouldn't Chianti. do it. Right. <laughs> That's... That's a different story. No, okay, okay, we'll talk a about that another day. Of a bottle of Chianti. Uh, so you know what, Ox, you got um. I think this is love it. is the answer. Let's let's let's. I got hear a, that I got a couple mixes here though that uh, on iTunes. So one that you okay, wait a minute. What what do you have there? I got a Gustavo Scorpio club mix. That's the uh, that's the banging club mix. Wonder, the, is that okay to play that one or you, you want to play else? that? Or I got if a you junior, are, I got a junior on freestyle mix. That's a freestyle mix. I got a, that was from Brazil. I got a Giuseppe D radio. That's the edit. Giuseppe D. My, my how about you just fantastic. fucking pick one, buddy? Giuseppe D radio. Edit. Edit. Whatever one. Giuseppe D radio edit. That's the more pop. Let's the, do that one. The, Let's do that one. That's the pop one. That's a great That's a song. Great, and I love well, that the was message. my step. Yeah, that message. was my statement. Love is the answer. That, that is... was before all this craziness. Really? Yeah. That was. Yeah. I wrote we that. We should when, make that. We should make that the. COVID I wrote that after. The 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 war the desert storm shit. Can wow. I? I wanted to kind of like liven it up a little bit, and um, in the sense that going back to going back to you performing as an artist. I want it's a two part question. Um, and Ox and I were talking, so we prepped a little bit. Believe it or not, we're a little professional. We prepped for you. Um, sort of. <laughs> where did that name come from? Ox sounds like a porno name. Ox, that's, that's where you got it. Hey, Ox, that's, that's what I moonlight. It. It's my moonlight on four. Ox again, his well, we want to do vocalization. 
vocal melody practice. A bottle of Chianti. <laughs> oh, boy. Is he ever going to be sorry uh, when he knows what that's for? This is going to be great. I have no idea what it means. And I think I'm digging myself in a hole. <laughs> no pun intended. Oh. So uh, back to performing live. Oh, God. What, back to the real shit. Yeah, I want to know what, maybe it's different for every artist. What is your, it's a two-part your favorite thing about performing live and the thing you hate the most about performing live? The thing I hate the most about performing live is right before I go on. I usually forget the lyrics. I panic. Uh, and I ask myself, why am I doing this? <laughs> why are you putting yourself through this, Ray? You don't need to do this. Why are you doing that? Is what? that your like little self talk that you give to yourself right yeah, before you step on stage? Yeah, and then the and then the music comes on, the intro comes on, and then it's like, oh fuck, oh fuck, it's happening. Oh shit, oh shit. Okay, okay, five, six, seven, eight. Here we go. And, and then I'm on stage, and, and then, then you blank out, and then I blank out. Then I turn into Greg Well, the artist. Which then you know all your lyrics, everything, everything comes into everything. Comes everything into order. kicks in. And yeah. Does it ever hit you like while you're on stage and you're you're just in the zone? You know what? It it, it I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a, a, a what's the word? see? I it's it's the champagne. We do this on purpose. Um, an analogy. Yeah, that's the word. It's like it's like I'm holding up this this. What do they put in the stores on the windows? A, a mannequin. mannequin. It's like I have a mannequin, which is the artist, and I'm like the puppet master, and I'm right behind him. Okay. Do you ever feel good when you're on stage? Like you remember, like fuck, yeah, I'm here. This is this is no, what it's about. No, because it's happening so fast. It's not until after it's over that that I go, oh wow, this happened, that happened. I kind of don't remember half the shit. Which is like my life. I don't remember half the shit that's happened in my life. Because <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. And I'm not focused on it because I'm like, I don't know. It's really weird. I was talking to a friend of mine that was telling me about an experience the other day. And I said, he said, do you remember when this happened? And that? I said, that never happened. Oh, yes, it did. And this and that and this and that. And everybody remembers things in details. And I think... I don't, and I'm, I'm, to be honest with you, at this stage in my life, I feel like I've missed out on all these experiences that, that I don't remember. Does that happen to you? Even you're yeah. younger than I am. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you that, yeah, it does happen. And, and just to back up a little bit. So, you know, that I, I play music. And wait, wait, uh, before you get into that, can I, can I ask just one question? I've always wanted to know you guys were, when you're on, per, when you're, on stage and you're performing, you guys you wear an earpiece. The in the in ear. I I don't. You don't. I don't. But what wow. about the, the for the for the artists that do? Is there someone in there just in case telling you the lyrics in case you forget them? No, no I that that, that no. Well, listen. Um, to be honest with you, I have a really hard time with ear ear things because um. Me too. Because look at me. It, I have that's what I off. do. Whenever I record, whenever I'm recording a vocal or whatever, I can only. I, I put one earphone on one ear and then because I don't like to hear my voice with effect. Number, that's that's the first thing I tell them. Take off all the effects. No reverb. No, no nothing. reverb. I need to hear myself raw because the way I hear myself on the earphone is not how I hear myself live. 
I got a cough. Give me a second. <coughs> and it's not, the COVID. No? it's not the COVID. It's not the COVID. Well, I don't know. Actually, I haven't been. We had tested. a request. Well, actually, like a statement and a request. Uh, D might be in for this. It's saying, why are we wearing shirts? We should take off our shirts. Yeah. Mm. I have COVID body. I don't have, I'm not beach body yet. Uh, and what, bottle of Chianti. Bottle of Chianti. I am I gotta not taking off that. my I got to stop saying that. Yes. Did you? that. Um, and I know we asked this. Unless, unless no. we're taking donations. Oh, okay. Yeah. In that case, yeah. And then, then, the, then it turns into a different live feed. It turns you know, into a different show. if we show take completely. donations to maybe we go from to feeding. To, I'll take my shirt off for comedy if we feed <laughs> to feed people. Hey, I'll do that. That'll be another bit. <laughs> Bottle of Chianti. <laughs> there we go. We went back. Uh, let me go back a little bit. God. When um, let's go forward. <laughs> when you went to Brazil, forward. What, th- talk to me about the language barrier because that had to have been important. Oh, the, the- Brazil! There's no language barrier there. Brazil is all about love, love and samba. 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 But, what, but then you, you were forced to learn Portuguese. I wasn't forced to do any. Well, I was forced to do stuff over there. All right. So oh. um, <laughs> when you learning Portuguese, was that was that difficult for you? Like, did you I'm ever still perform? learning. I'm still. Eh, eh, eu falo um pouquinho de português. Oh, yeah. Um pouquinho. What is what, what was that? The I hangout said, hours I, great. No, speak I, little, I speak a little speak bit. A little Portuguese. All right. It's very similar I learned, to I learned. I learned one thing. It's to do bem. To do bem. The bathroom? Is that the bathroom? No, to Dubai. You need a Dubai? Like, you need hey, a Dubai. Hey, how you doing? Hey, how you To Dubai? Hey, how you doing? All right. I thought that was like, yeah. is I there, was like hey, do you, do you have a Dubai here? Is, I need a Dubai. Piranha is. is That's a good uh, steak. No, Piranha is. Picanha. Oh, Picanha. <laughs> Piranha is, is a whore on Copacabana. Okay. Oh, man. that would. Let me tell you something, man. I am so fond of Brazil and the Brazilian people because. Were they welcoming? You know what? I. When I got there, I had no idea. I was such a big pop star there. There's video on YouTube, you doing TV shows and shit. My God, I don't remember. I didn't know when I got there. It's, it's funny. When I got there, there is one show that's actually on the web in Brasilia. I did a show in Brasilia. And it was a... Brazil is the capital of Brazil. And it's like way inside in the Amazon. It's a beautiful city and it's green. Everything there is green. I remember that. Um, and I did a show and I had no idea. I think, I think that was the first show I did in Brasilia. And I had no idea how popular I was there. And how was it dealing with that fame? It was, uh, it I freaked me out, Brazilian, to be honest Brazilian, with you. The Brazilians are awesome, but they're intense, right? It was very intense, and it was almost like, you know when you see like the Beatles, the old Beatles yeah. thing, where the, the people screaming and whatever? That's what it was like. And I thought, my God, este come mierda de Miami, y aquí está en Brasil. Shall I translate? This shit, this shit eater yeah, we from are, Miami. We are in education. Yeah, we are yeah. educational. Uh, come mierda means shit eater okay. of Miami, de Miami. Here, you know, I was, you know, and they were treating me like I, I was this. You this, were royalty this, this. when you got there. Yeah, man, and I, I actually had a problem with that. I really Why did so? because, because 
because they didn't know who the hell I really was. And it was this image of this artist that had been portrayed there before I even got there. And these photos of me and all this stuff, they build me up they, as somebody that I, I, I mean, it could have been me, but I, I didn't know what they, I, I really didn't know what to expect when I was there. And, um, and it was, you know, I, I remember in Copacabana one day I was, you know, with, with, with the entourage of the people that I was with and we went to a McDonald's and I walked in and everybody in that McDonald's, I ended up taking pictures with the cook, with everybody there. I didn't, um, I didn't know how they knew who I was. And of course, after I left there, we went down the, this big street by the, by the beach, by the ocean. And were people like hassling you the I whole time? I saw this huge billboard with my picture on it. And how was that like? That, that was weird. See, that, that, that was weird. And that's when I knew, okay, this is... I couldn't imagine because I can't even see myself on camera. I can't see you on camera either, but continue. I don't like to see myself on camera. Thanks for taking the wind out of my sailboat. <laughs> Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Well, you know, all you got to do is blow and the sail gets bigger. Ugh. Should I say it or you want to say it? Bottle of Chianti. Bottle of Chianti. <laughs> I know so, what it means. I don't know what it means. Oh, you will. Jeez. Bottle the, of Chianti. Bottle of Chianti. <laughs> so, you know what it means, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you got Our tech guy knows what it means. So of course, when, tech, tech guys know everything. Yeah. They know all the secrets. And they know how everything works. <laughs> so when... Bottle of Chianti. <laughs> when you're in Brazil, you know, it's, it's definitely an amazing experience. This is probably... Look, when I was in Brazil, I had... At one point, there was a couple of shows that had to be canceled. And because they were canceled, because they didn't have enough security. And because they got canceled... These were in the favelas. The favelas, okay, freestyle over there was very big in the, um, uh, the favela. The favelas. It's like the hood, right? The, the hood, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you could the say The hood, that, and, and here's, yeah, this little, here's this little cute white boy, long, straight hair, you know, and, and that didn't look anything like any of those people, and, uh, and they were all idolizing him. And... It, it was just weird. It was. It's kind of like the show in San Jose. I, I did a show in San, San Jose once, California, where they had a night. Literally, there was a fence. That, it was a huge club, and they had a fence down the middle of the club that went all the way to the, to the stage. And that night, they had booked me, and they had booked some rap artist. I don't know who it was. So on one side, you had all these freestyle people, and on the which looks sophisticated and nicely dressed and whatever. And on the other side, you had all these rappers and whatever, and they dressed as rap, you know, as a, as the culture yeah. is. And uh, and I'm not no I'm no not saying anything negative it. about rap. It's their style. Their style. Yeah, I happen to like some rap. Um, was your favorite? All, was your, all of it. Was your favorite rapper? Um. Who is my favorite rapper? See, this is the thing that happens when people ask me my favorite artist because it's that's probably coming. the that's last. Coming. That's probably the last person I heard on my on my on my CD on on my in my car. And this champagne is starting to take an effect. So, uh, 
<laughs> we so got that on live. It That's was awesome. so great. It was awesome. This is like no interview I have ever done. Well, because it's fun. Are you having a good time? I'm we, having a blast. We got a question. We got a quick question. All right, here. let's do it. It says, uh, "Does Danny resemble a Brazilian lady boy?" I don't know. No, he's too hairy. Thank- <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my god. Um, we've gone over pretty much your your journey thus far from. Being a, a, a Miamiite, um, it's been crazy how music's, uh, how music's progressed and changed. You know, you, you've learned a lot. You've, if you could have gone back now, being Raygwell now to Raygwell the young boy, you, you would have told yourself different, which I think it, it, bring, it builds character. You know, like, you get, you learn in life and anything um, the fucking battle scars, and you have a lot of them. You know what's cool, though, and, and, and about musicians, and I wanted to add in earlier, was, you know, so I play music, and you know what happened to me personally was I got, go. Cons- <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. I got consumed in the hanging out with my friends, and yeah, I played music, and if I would have really dedicated more time to my craft, I think I would have amounted to something better, but I, what was more important to me was, okay, I, pr- I played for an hour, I fucking hang out with my boys, yeah, it's the the illusion of I'm fucking a musician and really you're fucking nothing and you wanted the party and what I think that happens to a lot of musicians but in your case what I what I love and, and maybe you have gone through that I went through that I, I went I, through that I I no yeah I did I wasted a lot of time but you know what you had you had a good time right Yeah and that's So what, nobody can take that away from you But you me. don't give you don't give your craft the utmost uh the, the best opportunity you don't but give yourself maybe it wasn't that important to you at no, the no, time no, but i'm not i understand like if i can go back i definitely you know what you go through life and maybe my i was supposed to hindsight go through the 2020 exactly. buddy. hindsight's 2020 back to you we've gone through the motion of you in miami do you even know how freestyle started and where it started no can i tell no, you want to yeah. you want to know yeah well i've seen the documentary it, well, I, I haven't but um Google says that it actually originated in New York. Yeah. Well, and it was derived. Some people beg to differ on that one. It was derived from disco. Right. And disco just fucking fell off the face of the earth. I don't think it fell off. I think that's an improper statement. I think it just evolved. There you go. There you go. Because, because house music is disco with a harder beat. Yeah. Um, the thing about disco is disco was before electronics. Electronic was starting to come in, and that's where Giorgio Moroder, who I think for the time was, first of all, he was Donna Summer's producer. And I thought, I think that he was incredible in what he did. Because what they did then is, is they, they had real strings. They had real musicians. It was a huge, huge production. You know, it, it disco music was a huge production. You had the South Soul Orchestra, you know, and they, they and then what happened was music got electronic and 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 it just evolved. But house music to me is disco with a harder, a harder kick, a hard. Basically, it's it's dance you, music. Are, are My you, God, it's dance fan, music. Are you a fan of these like big concerts like Ultra and stuff like that? No, I don't. I think it's beyond my time. Maybe if it were, would have been. I. 
No, because look, I like melody, and I like I like vocals, and I like and I like production. So a lot of the um, electronic music that is like what do they call it? Techno. Raves, techno. I'm not gonna say anything negative about it, but it's not the kind of stuff I care to listen to. I maybe if I was high, maybe if I was you know on acid or MDA or any of that shit, which I don't do. Maybe you know that that would be the kind of yeah whatever sound that I needed at that moment. But you know, I guess I'm 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 pretty old fashioned. I mean, I love musical theater still. Do you know what's funny? I'm uh, a big fan of musical. So theater. am I. Like I have you seen that movie? Bottle the- of Keanu. Here we go again. I love how musicals are Bottle trying to. Bottle of Keanu. I would watch what I say <laughs> if I were you. I I love how musicals You're are kind of treading on thin ice. No, my shit's broken. Yeah. The ice is already broken. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the Titanic right now. All right, shit we've is, hit I'm the on, fucking glacier. I'm on the goddamn door. The saying, <laughs> I'm on the I'm on the door saying. Once you got on the floor and we're on four, you that's it. It was over. Do, I love. I'm not even talking about the part where you arched your back. <laughs> that part wasn't cut off. That camera. was not very attractive. I gotta tell you, <laughs> the, not from the angle I was looking. He's working on his summer abs. So that's what that was. He, he, Those were not his abs. That was the other end. <laughs> can, can um back to it. I'm sorry. I, did I distract you? D. No, what does all. D stand for? Dickhead. Exactly. No. Is that a big dickhead or is he a small very very dickhead? tiny? Yeah. Very very tiny, tiny. dickhead. Yeah. 100. percent Yeah. Do you? But a lot of foreskin, right? Yeah. <laughs> Where you can blow bubbles. I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm European, bro. So you know, you're not European. European I'm a peeing. Uh, We're I'm all European. gonna go peeing. <laughs> I don't think these guys can handle me. Uh, so, <laughs> oh my God! Back. It's the champagne, folks. It's the champagne. The, oh, what was that? Yeah, yeah, no, the we'll game. Get... The game is coming. We got a couple more questions, and we'll be right there. You definitely want to stick around. But, um, the game. Yeah, you're gonna like that. I like. Games. Let's get into the new oh, stuff. Before that, you're. It's cool how everything in style regarding fashion. Uh, film, the way people are filming things now, music, it all goes full circle. Like, look, we have musicals coming back. There's a really cool one that's coming out, I think, in the summer, uh, something regarding New York, and it's a huge cast of people. Well, they're doing yeah. Hamilton, and and Steven Spielberg did um, Maria, West Side Story. West Side Story, one of my favorites. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I did. You I know heard what? they're going to do Saturday Night, Li- Saturday Night are, Live again. Things come in cycles. Did you, you know? see The Greatest Showman? I did. Did I you did. enjoy it? Hugh Jackman's a I, fucking monster. You know, I saw him do, um, oh, God, see, my memories. But I saw him on Broadway. He did, the guy that played. Um, the one that Anne Hathaway was a part of, that no, she shaved her head? No, no, that was Les Mis. Okay, Les Miserables. Les Miserables, yeah. 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 Um, but listen, you got to see a Broadway show. I'm dying to. Nothing. Dying to. Nothing. You know, I was up in New York the last week before all the shows closed. I saw the new version of West Side Story, which was absolutely and fucking credible. I saw a company which um, was done very different. I love Steven Sondheim. 
he's a Broadway music uh, director. Uh, no songwriter okay. and whatever. Um, and what else did I say? I saw another show. Oh God! Well, those two are the ones that stick to but, my head. But it's cool that it's all coming back. So maybe freestyle comes back, like because now because we're gonna talk about what you're doing now. Right? Okay. So before what you're doing now, you recently started your own uh, another. You had groovy tunes. I had groovy tunes, and then I yeah, I took a hiatus. You took a long hiatus, and now you're back, and and that's what I want to get into. How did you what? Because it's very easy to walk away from something, and maybe. Oh fuck life, the monotony of life, and you, you want to know what brought me what back? Brought you back. Okay, I'll tell you what brought me back. hundred because you you came back. I got I got sick and tired of the industry, and I got sick and tired of having to record what I was supposed to be recording, et cetera, et cetera. And you know, I have other businesses that require my time and and family, and you know, all that kind of stuff. I have I have a life, and um. You know, I, I'm a control freak. So I thought, why am I going to fuck around with stuff that I can't control? And, but you know what? When music is in you, I, I seriously tried to quit three times in my life. And I can't. So I gave up. You came back hard as fuck now because you opened up your new record label, which is Surrey Records. Surrey Music. Surrey Music. Sorry. SRM. And then you just you just opened up your private studio in the city of Miami. Yeah, it's a pre-production studio. Um, I record a lot in New York. Okay. And um, and uh, I'm just trying to bring it down here so I can do vocals and pre-production. Your comeback now is. A big question that I have is, in your comeback... I never left. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. That's it. End of story. Done. <laughs> Drop the mic. But you obviously are a wiser artist, musician, and you have different influence maybe now, right? Because your, your okay, music listen, has changed. What we're now about what play. I'm doing... Now what I'm doing... Okay, but, but the industry has changed a lot. Now you don't need the power of a big label. Everybody's a star now. All you You, you know, you could... With, with social media now, you know, people don't, you could do it on your own. If you're creative, if you've got something good to say and people like, shit, you know, anybody can do, anybody can you're, put out a record now. Anybody can, with TuneCore, you, you don't need a label. You just need money to have them put you out. Dude, you buy an Apple and you have GarageBand and you're yeah, ready to record. You could, yeah. Now, and on YouTube, you can have your own YouTube channel. You could be your own star. A lot of people have, have gotten, you know, a lot of these, um, what you see on, on, on TV now, like um, on The Voice, and, and how do you think they, they got picked? They got picked because they already they have a following. Yeah, yeah, they, they already have the a internet. following. So We've talked about this in previous shows, how it's crazy. We It, it must be. It's a e- different world. It's easier, I think, maybe to put your stuff out there. You can literally put, hey, I like peeling bananas and you make a fucking YouTube channel and everybody, and there's going to be a following. some people may get off Correct. on seeing you peel a fucking banana. Correct. Correct. So, but. <laughs> and in, good for them and good for you. Fuck it. If you you're know, happy, you're doing you it. You know, right? that's it. You know what? Some it, people you know like mom. bananas. Some people like pears. I, I like, you I like, like a bottle of Chianti. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I'm not saying it anymore. No more. <laughs> A bottle of Chianti. Do but you even know what Chianti is? It's wine. It's a wine. It's, okay. If anybody okay. that's seen. Wow, I'm impressed. Anybody that's seen. I'm not that much of a Neanderthal. What movie, what movie is that from? 
He on the Oh, hey, bro, it's um, what's the one? The Hannibal. Do that um, again. The oh, how do you uh, do that? Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs. How do you do that? Something like that, right? Cunnilingus. Oh, 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 here we go. Sorry, here we, we go. Touched it. Here um, we go. what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure that out. Apparently, <laughs> I've been told. Really? <laughs> how to do it or what it is? So you started Surrey music, <laughs> right? And um. Do you have any artists? You, you do actually have an artist with you that just signed to the label. Yes. Is Guy they, Roman. Guy Roman. And he is d- doing the similar music? No, 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 no. Guy Roman. Um, actually, Guy Roman's going to be able to do whatever the hell he wants to do. And right now, he we put out a record called Pillow Talk. And it, um, you know, it's an old, uh, it's, a re- it's a cover of an old song. And we have a new new song coming out of his. He actually uh, re-recorded Love is in the Air, that disco track. Really? Love is in the Air, yeah. That's a good song. Yeah. Love is in the Air. That's it. That's it. That's a good song. Has, has your music yeah. made it to any films? Uh, my film made it to... Your, your music. My music, my film. Oh, shit. Hold on. Let Hold me on. Take it. another sip. Take, another, take another, sip. another sip. There he is. <laughs> I'm not responsible uh, after this. Uh, the the, the uh, disclaimer is that they have fed me a bottle of, not Chianti, no, not but a time. bottle of Prosecco, which is just as good as champagne. Actually, I happen to like Prosecco better, but don't tell anybody because, you know, champagne is... Your secret's safe with us. You know, champagne. Your secret's safe with us. The French. I prefer the Italians. So you, you, your song, your music has made it onto an indie film, maybe? Or? Yeah, actually, it made it onto the Kardashian, the Kardashian show. Okay. And there was another uh, live show. Actually, is that the way to make the most money as an artist? You think? In the industry, at least. Well, if you could get your your song sponsored or or in any of these uh, shows, yeah, I mean, it's all about royalty now. You know what? Before. We were forced to listen to what we want, what what they wanted us to listen to. We don't have to do that anymore because everybody, you know, you go on the web, you listen to what you want. You have mix club, the 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 mix whatever, and you hear a DJ play whatever he he puts out there. Everybody now has an outlet to put out what they want you to listen to. Absolutely. How do you get your audience? Well, you can market it. You could do what you guys are doing, you know? Right. And little by little, you build and you build and you build. Well, it's the persistence and understanding. It's having grit, I think. And I think that's what defines any creator, whether it be fashion, music, film. It's having the grit and understanding. And commit. That you're, there's going to be heavy workload and it's the strength. There's going to be a, there's a lot of people right now that tell us, hey, bro, you guys are wasting your time doing a podcast. But you know, at the end of the day, it's an art. Are you enjoying what you're doing? 100 percent. Then Look. fuck them. And that's where I'm at now with music. That's where I'm at now. Fortunately for me and, and maybe it was a cop out. You know, I never went into music head on because the immigrant parents in me and my dad I, I keep hearing my dad's voice you know i have this this thing and i say you always have to have a plan b okay and as much as my dream was my dream i thought my plan b 
has to be important because if the music doesn't happen, I don't want to fucking, you know, not have any money to live or, or have a, a decent life. So for me, and that, that was also a challenge because I had to balance everything. And also dealing with all the outside noise, right? All the people telling you what you should do. And it's probably hard, even not in music. It's like, you know, let's say you're a college kid and your dad is telling you, hey, I want you to be a doctor. And you're telling him, no, listen, well, I want to be a fucking painter. I it's the outside rebellious. noise. So the more you told me what I couldn't do, the more I wanted to do it. And being what I think is an overachiever and being a person that likes to be in control. I'm a, I'm a control freak. I don't want anybody in the family, by the way. Yeah. Well, it's great to be in control doing now. It's great. And when you're on four, you're not really in control. Oh, here we go. Here we go again. Bottle of Chianti. So now in your comeback back to Arch you, that back, bitch. Ba back to <laughs> Sir Ray music, Sir Ray music, but hold on. You lost a lot of your rights before as a young, uh, as a young artist, you probably lost rights to some of your songs because of deals you made, think deals, backdoor deals happening. And you were just creating on the art. I lost a little bit of something, but I didn't lose anything. But now, because you, you know you, what? You, you learned, you had knowledge. You yeah, gained something. But in the end, Raguel is me. I like that. You know, Raguel is me. And I may not have made financial gain from some, some of these things, but it was still me they were playing and it it was still me and awesome. it was still my words and it was still my voice so i never lost my voice well said and awesome. Bravo for you, the bro. measure yeah, the measure of success is not which the amount of coin you have in your pocket you know it really is not well said. because in the end you know you could it'd be great it'd be great if you have a lot of coin in your pocket because you know mm. Money makes the world go around, you know, but, but it, it doesn't bring happiness on you. And, and, and where I'm at now, sure. I'd like to have some financial success with my music and stuff, but you know, I'm very grateful with the stories I've heard from fans that have told me, you know, how I was Your music's changed a huge part of their life. How was, I was a part of their generation. How was a, it's bittersweet so because I wish I was still part of that. But I can still be part of that. But the fact that I was means I, I, I still and am. And do you think that did that kind of like influence your come your hard comeback? Because I'm telling you, you've come back hard. And we're going to play a song right now because that's very courageous. Everything you've experienced and then the, the, the fucking getting fucked by, by coworkers and, and people that you put on your entourage and your team. And for you to still, again, the adversity, you coming back and saying, fuck this, I'm going to fucking be the composer of how this shit's going to go down. You've learned a lot. You opened up your studio now. You're recording in New York. Your music's making it again to places. And you're writing new music. And that's what we're going to get into now. Your new single, which is going to be, I think we're going to play... Um, Don't Take Your Love Away? Don't Take Your Love Away. Oh, that's my new freestyle track. Yeah. Yeah, which which I, I specifically recorded for the freestyle fans. Do you mind if we play that right now? Yes, I mind. <laughs> I mind very much. Before we get into that, there's a question here. So it says, uh, so the love of music is greater than the love of business? Yeah. Yeah, because if it were for business, I would have quit a long time ago. Okay. Because, yeah, I've had some financial gain. I think the biggest gift from music has been 
being able to do it, being able to identify that you have it because you have it, that it that everybody talks about. I don't know about. what the it is, but just being able to do it, being able to to have people tell me, you know, that I, 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 my music moved them, that they met their girlfriend and, and they proposed to them listening to my music. I mean, I've heard so many moving stories that, that I kind of, I mean, if you think about songs in your life, you know, when you go back and you think about, man, when I met my girl and I heard this song and I thought about her, when I broke up and this song like really fucked me, fucked me up, made me cry or or it gave me comfort or whatever. Man, that means something. And is, if it was my song? Is that what the artist get chases? Get the fuck out of town. You think that's what the artist chases? You know what? At, at first I wanted, I, ch I guess I chased a dream wanting to have the applause because of the insecurities in my life, which are still there. They never go away. You just learn how to, how to control them and how to deal with them. But the essence of who you are is always going to be who you are. and. I have skeletons in my life that, that as much as I try to overcome them, they're always going to be there. You just learn to, you know, it's like when you have a loss. When you lose somebody that's very dear to you, you know, you, you, you go on. You go on and you don't forget them and you don't, they're never out of your mind. You just, I guess you learn to deal Learn to cope. The people that are watching, they're they're all behind you 100%. I wish you could read all these comments. And everybody's telling you, we got Andy V in the house telling you, you do you. And these are people that listen to your music. These are the people that you inspire, that they hear your words. And I think you need to know that you have that support. And that's why I do it. Now, that's why I do it. I do that. that that's why I do it. And when I record a song now, I think the only thing that I, 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 I tailor because I never want to forget them is my freestyle fans. So I will always try and, and keep giving them what they want. But I'm also doing new stuff and I'm gaining new fans. And Well, you're going to gain some more right now. Can we play that song? Sure. All right, let's, let's, let's fucking play that song. Are we good? Let's do it. Ready? All right, guys. Which one? Don't take your love away. There you go. You ready? Go for it. Here we go.
That's a new single, huh? That's a new freestyle single, yeah. Sounds fucking like great. It? Yeah, I think we, we got a lot of comments there, man. Um, listen, That's for the freestyle I, fans. I just want to tell you, keep it fucking going. You're you're definitely, it, it's funny and it's it may sound cliche, but you're an inspiration. I You're, you're just a, such a an amazing person and I, I want you to know that despite the noise that the rest of the world may say, you your words, your, your, your artisticness and you. And that's what people buy the into. The essence of me. The essence of you. <laughs> so, I, and you know what? Fucking, I think we need a cheers to that one. I think Martin needs one. I think we all need one. We're going to fucking cheers to that, and we're going to have a little bit of fun. And I've been having fun already. We're going to have, not, no, this is the time that I'm, we're going <laughs> to. Uh, now we're gonna have some fun. Are we going to get X-rated? No. No. No, oh, it's, 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 it's innocent. Innocent. So, so. So you know the rules now. Um, no, I don't know the rules. I'm going to tell you now. The you rules. know I, I like to break the rules. Uh, clearly. We're going to play a game, and basically... I've been breaking rules you have, all my life. You're going to have about a second... Makes two of us. I make my own rules. You're going to have about a second and a half. Bottle of Chianti. <laughs> fucking Chianti. Oh, fuck. Shit. I love Chianti. <laughs> Papa. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. So we're going to play this game. Okay. Uh, it's, a, it's a newie. Right, you know, you left a lot out, so I should have to come back. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, we didn't want to be too invasive, invasive, and uh, again, we wanted today to get to get into the gritty. Uh, the, the that's the next that that would be like yeah, a couple bottles of Chianti. Um, no, 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 champagne. We're gonna go or ahead. Prosecco. We're gonna go ahead and or California sparkling wine. What's your favorite wine? You're a red guy. No, no. I actually like the white stuff. I like I like champagne and I like um and I like um Pinot Grigio. All right. All right. But I don't really drink that much anymore. We're going to get into all that right now. To drinking? It's too a lot. This is all the fun stuff that people want to know about. Should I adjust Ray the Gua. microphone? Yeah. <laughs> do whatever you it's want. It's a little close to so my mouth. So we're g- <laughs> we'll close up after this. This is the drunk Raguel. No. These guys, see, this is what they do. They they make it look all pretty and, and everything, and then they just keep pouring. You know, every time my glass was, like, almost empty, they have this guy here that they call the tech guy, but he keeps filling my glass up. So I've never had a tech guy do that to me before or for me. But, um, you're you know, you're filling a lot of duties here. Speaking of which, is there any left? Well, you might as well top that. Thank out. you, Martin. They have the greatest tech people here. This 
this place, you, there's not much left. You might as well just top it. Why? Oh, that's not going to fit in there. Why? It, it'll, with a little, mira, con un poquito saliva, el elefante se la metió la hormiga, okay? All right. It'll fit. Ah! If it don't fit, don't force it. Just relax and let it go. All right. So are you ready to play the new Hangout Hour game? Are I'm you ready, ready to play. I'm ready. All right. So I want you to prepare yourself for this new game. And this is going to be one for the books. And so the, the rules of the game, which we'll get into. You ready for our intro? Are you ready, Ray Guel, to play? Rapid! Fire! Thank you for playing. The rules are simple. The game is simple. This there is, is what happens. Simple. Oh yes, it is. I promise you. We're gonna we're gonna spit out a couple questions at you Whoa. one at a time. Spit out. Rapid fire. In right. COVID times, yes. we have to watch. Should Fuck. I put on my mask? No, you're Fuck fine. COVID. Fuck COVID. We don't Fuck believe COVID. that. You're, we're drinking alcohol. We're gonna, alcohol kills everything. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna be asking you questions in a rapid fashion. The heat kills COVID. Correct. Let's get hot. <laughs> oh my god. Here we go. Bottle of Deontay. <laughs> so rules of the game is these are just fun questions rules? to ask. And you're going to hear the question, and you have about a second, second and a half apiece to answer quickly. Okay? So I want you straight from the dome, from the brain, just first thing that comes out. Oh, boy. All right? Oh boy. Are you ready? Are you ready to play? From my drunk brain. Let's yes. go. Are you ready? I'm my, excited. My partner here, are you ready? Yeah. My partner. Are you going so first or are you going first? You're going to go first. We're going to just bounce off back and forth. Mm. Ready? All right, perfect. Favorite musician of all time? Stevie Wonder. Favorite actor of all time? Marlon Brando. Favorite movie? The Promise. Do Which? you know that? You don't know that movie. No, I don't. No. It's a love story. Oh. <laughs> which, a- if there was a movie about you, which actor right now would play you? Uh. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> which actor would play me? Mm. Oh my God! What's his name? Denzel Washington? Fuck no! <laughs> the guy, the the, the gray haired guy, the, the Morgan Freeman. No, <laughs> only if it was a porno. George Clooney. That's it. George, George Clooney. Clooney. All right, perfect. What board game could you beat Monopoly. anyone in? Monopoly. That was easy. What's your? That's dream? how I learned my business sense. All kids. Have your kids learn to play Monopoly from an early childhood. That's how I made my money. Thanks to Monopoly. (laughs) What's your dream car? Corvette. Favorite animal and why? My dog. Because he loves me. (laughs) Favorite beverage of any kind? (sighs) Chianti. No. I didn't have to drink that. (laughs) I already know. Champagne. Bottle of tequila. Actually, tequila. <laughs> it doesn't it have to really be alcohol. Depend. It could be fucking orange Fanta if you want. Diet Pepsi. All right, I'm a perfect. Pepsi guy. All right. So am I. Fine. If you really? can eat. Yeah. Nobody likes Pepsi. Everybody likes Coke. Yeah. Fuck I'm them. A, I'm a Pepsi guy. I'm a no, Coke guy. The only, thing, the only thing Coke was good for was in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> if you can eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Tacos. What's the best dish? Oh, croquetas. Oh, yeah. Hey. Ding, ding, ding. Croquetas from where? Croquetas from 
El Versailles. No, Isla Canaria. Isla Canaria. Oh, that too, yes. But I got to tell you, there's this new place. Man, I'm hungry. There's this new place called Dos Croquetas. Local business, you got to check them out. They're off of Bird Road and like 104th yeah, and are, Do they charge you like $4 per croqueta? No, they're no, very, no, very, they're reasonable. Very they're reasonable? Yeah. yeah. And they serve beer if you drink beer. Um, I do. What's no. the best dish you can prepare? Arroz con pollo. Perfect. Favorite candy? Nestle's Crunch. Oh, no, 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 no. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. There you go. Final answer? Final answer. Got it. Okay. Best Halloween costume you've ever had? I dressed up as a woman, <laughs> like a Hialeah whore. <laughs> and I actually looked good. That's when I used to dance. My legs were really good. I actually picked up a guy that thought I was a chick. Jesus Christ. Surprise, what's your, surprise. What's your biggest Bottle fear? Bottle of Chianti. <laughs> what? What's your biggest fear? And he fear? was drinking. What's, what's your biggest fear? Suffocation. What's your biggest pet peeve? Ignorance. Did you have any? Do you have any nicknames, or did you have any nicknames growing up? Ramucci. Ramucci. That's pretty good. Or Daddy. <laughs> no, that's as an adult. <laughs> that's when Morgan Freeman comes in. If oh, you had to pick, no, that's baby. <laughs> if you had to pick one person, not your significant other, to be stranded on a deserted island with, who would it be? Barack Obama. Okay. Beach or, or mountain. his wife, or his wife, either oh. one. Okay. Beach or mountain? Beach. Summer or winter? Summer. Hamburger or hot dog? Hamburger. Salty or sweet? Salty. Toilet paper over or under? Bidet. <laughs> I got to say, that's... that's... I wasn't expecting that. No, that, was, that was awesome. But over or under, really? What do you mean? Oh. The, the paper... The to, toilet paper... To, the, the toilet... When the, you have to pull the paper from... The dispenser. The top? Over. 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 Yeah. Okay. I know it should be the other way around, but... No, I prefer I, over as well. Yeah, what's the difference? Oh, there mean, is a big difference. Is there? Why? Yeah, because it's easier to rip from the... Go, wipe, and then flush. Then you're continue. But you know, when you're in a multiple, bidet, though... You're an under? When I, when I'm an over. A, oh, yeah. Okay. I'm an over. When yeah. you have a bidet, it's it's I understand. fabulous. I, well, not... Know, houses really don't come with bidets anymore. Well, you, you can, have to go you, ahead and buy no, no, ones from Beth Bad and Beyond. No, but you have them installed. There's nothing like a clean ass, <laughs> especially when you're hairy. Okay. And D, you're hairy, right? Uh, no. <laughs> Ox, are you hairy? Do you have a hairy ass? Look at him. I do. <laughs> you do? Look at this guy. He looks like a fucking miniature or, a bear. Well, listen, let me ask you something. Do hey, you guys, do you guys mangrove? Yeah, yeah, do you yeah. mangrove? Man, Manscape? Manscape? No, we groom. Man groom. I think every man... Manscaped is just the pubic area, but man groom <laughs> is when you do your balls, too. Uh, yes. What's the difference? What do you mean? Well, do you shave your balls or not, bro? I don't shave my balls. I'm too scared of the razor. Oh, no, oh, bro. Damn. I trim I trim very low. Do you think a chick wants to, like... Bro. Kind of have to spit the hair from your balls? I trim low. Like, no, with a zero. No, no. With a zero. Clean, ball, clean shaven balls How are the, the way to go. How the fuck am I supposed to shave my balls with well, a razor? Well, you find a way. Oh, my God. Bottle of Chianti. <laughs> it's me? Yep. Would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses? A hundred duck-sized whatever. Horses? That, I've never, does that even, is that even a thought? I just want to hear what you have to say. Because we're actually psychoanalyzing you right now. I'll oh, tell you, you are? Which yeah, oh, go my God. His favorite superhero? Superman. What superpower would you want? To be able to read people's minds. You're that guy. 
If you're at a party, where can we find you? At the bar. <laughs> Guess everyone's in the family. Uh, but not drinking. Yeah, okay. Just putting out the vibe? Sure. <laughs> Favorite ice cream? Most fun is there. Vanilla. French vanilla. Worst gift you ever that you ever received? A repackaged gift. Do you need to know what it is? Yes. No. Oh, okay. Of course. That's what. God, there's been so many of them. Shit. You know, when anybody gives you something for the house. You hate that? I do. Fuck, I gave you that for Christmas. Uh, next question. Two, two champagne glasses you gave me. Yeah. They were nice. That was nice crystal, though. Yeah. You fucking gave it away. You regifted it, didn't you? No. No, I have them at home only because I'm emotionally attached to you. Okay. <laughs> and, oh, Danny gave me these. I'm, I'm that they, way, they too. Weren't really, they weren't really cute, though. They, they were weird. They were? I thought yeah, it was, they, they were no, like no, this, no. They, this. they didn't look like this. Is that what you like? You're I mean, a plain guy? I'm a vanilla guy, yeah. And if you're going to give me something, give me fucking crystal. Don't. I thought that know, was crystal. That was not crystal, Danny. I'm sorry. Come on. I mean D. <laughs> oh, God, I gave his name away. That's all right. It's the big D. No, it's the little you know, D. Uh, you know, D's, D, comp, well, there's a lot of D's. D's a, D's a very important letter. Mm-hmm. Dildo, dick. <laughs> what, what? Did you just spit? That doesn't start with no, a D. That happens a lot. All right, next one. Most irrational. Most irrational fear. Anything I do out of anger. Okay. Is that was that the answer? I mean, sure. Uh, on a anger? scale on a scale of one to ten, how cool are you? Six. Solid number. Favorite TV show. I don't know why this just came up. Brady Bunch. Okay, there you go. Biggest guilty pleasure. Reese's peanut butter cups. <laughs> is water wet? It certainly is. Are you sure? Are you sure? As he sips his uh, prosecco. Yeah, water's really wet. Okay, all right. When sleeping, fan on or fan off? Fan on. Boxers or briefs? Right now, I'm wearing briefs, but usually boxer briefs. Okay, hmm, I like your style. I'm versatile. Bath or shower? Shower. What do you wear to bed? None of your business. <laughs> Bottle of Chianti. <laughs> of, Actually, of course I, I got stuck with that one. <laughs> usually I wear, I guess, boxer, my, my underwear and a t-shirt. What would you do if you were, if you were invisible for a day? <laughs> Bottle of Chianti. You know it, Papi. <laughs> Listen, I'm I'm a voyeur, so okay. probably I love to look at people when they don't know they're being watched. You're a people watcher. No, I'm a perv. Okay. Okay. Duly noted. Is hot dog a sandwich? Yes, because it's between two buns. <laughs> Boom. If you were a Disney princess, who would you be? Cinderella. Dine in or delivery? Delivery. And that concludes Rapid Fire. That wasn't really very rapid. Well, the explanations behind it were. I like nuts across the face coming at you. <laughs> That's scary. Oh my God. This is or big scary. boobs coming at you. Like, hi. So. That's scary. To sum it all up here. They're draggy and droopy and we have um, got like these huge 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 areolas <laughs> and then they're they're the the nipples are like three inches long and 
I'm not a big kind of hard where they scratch. I'm not a big nipple guy. Aren't you? I'm not. Not. Are you a tit guy? I love tits. Yeah. Yeah. I only love one pair. My wife's. Your wife's, of course. You're supposed to say that. But hypothetically, if you weren't married, now I'm going to ask some questions. Oh fuck. If you weren't married, well, let me ask you something. Maybe you should. You know, some guys don't like to perform. But you ask the single guy. Yeah. Ask the single guy. Do you like? Do you like to perform cunnilingus? I do. Why? Right. Do you prefer uh, a hairy bush or a or a bald bush? Bald all day. I'm sorry, I'm not allowed to answer, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm not allowed to answer. Well, he doesn't shave his balls, so he's probably I into I I sh- He does. No, he doesn't. I, I trim ju- very low. No, tr- low. You're disgusting. Low. When you go low, we go high. You're disgusting. Disgusting. Oh well, what about your butt? Your butthole. Do you but trim see, that? I, that always freaks me out because, like, you know what? Like, what happens here is when you shave your butt. Excuse me, I'm gonna take these these off. What are you gonna but do? But like, what do you do? Like, see what I've created. Oh no! What are you gonna do? Like, what do you do? Like, you're you're showering and then like you're shaving. You like do this? Like, I don't understand. Like, <laughs> what if you cut your like it's. Your leather Cheerio, like what happens? You have to be a little flexible, and if you can't do it on your own, you ask for help. Just like your balls. <laughs> no, I don't. <sighs> Think my, about if it. If I asked my wife to shave my balls, you know you'd what she's get hard. Do? You'd get hard, and maybe you'd get a blowjob out of it. My wife. Doesn't that sound fun? <laughs> <laughs> a blowjob is always fun. Women uh, never want to get blowjobs. What is that? Because know. it's we called a job. <laughs> So let's change the name. What so we, what are we gonna change what, it to? What are we gonna call it now? I don't know. <laughs> but let's figure it out so we can all get one. <laughs> <laughs> head is good, isn't it? Head's the best. Okay, I, women like head. Listen, right? I'm gonna tell yeah, you. Actually, as a man, let me tell you. Some women don't. Some I've, women. I've, I know women that I've, don't like. I've listen. I have. I worked in an office with 16 women, and I was the only guy there. And the the shit I've heard, the things I've heard, and the things I've seen. Because I've seen vagina hair and vaginas exposed in the middle of an office. This is not a very HR type office. It's fine. But would you agree with this? Because we spoke about this last show. And if you haven't heard it, Guilty Pleasures, it's on iTunes and Spotify. Um, Nice plug. Can you agree that women can be worse than men in the conversation and how critical they can be on a man so this is a question i have for you what is your insight he's, he's got his documentary face on now if so this is serious shit now forget the bottle of chianti this is <laughs> the real thing now folks what do you think about women that you're a guy we're all guys here and we again if you listen to our last episode there was a story that we told i of, didn't hear it so okay I'm well we're gonna call to we're it. gonna we're gonna go back to it and we're gonna call him two inch tom Right. So I go to a football game and women like big dicks because they well, there you go. It, they're, they're, yeah, for, yeah, they do. They do. <laughs> women are, are worse, are ruthless. They're worse than men. And the shit that they talk about guys. And we were talking about this. Guys like to go ahead. and. Well, show do off. you want to be with a girl that has like two inch lobbyists hanging low that maybe she needs fucking jockstrap every time she's going to jog because those those lobbies are just flopping all over the fucking place. It's the same thing, you know? You know what? So what? you just have a big clitoris. That's all. 
Are the, is this after hours? Yeah, this is this is perfect. This, this is, is the after the, hours. We're, we're finally hitting the meat and potatoes of what this show is really about. Raygua left. Raygua left, and this is some Raymond. character. This is Raymond. This is Raymond talking. Well, listen. Let's be real. Let's be real. What? Why? Look. You want you you want to get down and dirty? You want to talk? You're, yes. Are we are we about. are we having a sexual? This is what the show's here about. for people. Okay. 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 Look. Let's start with the ladies. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, ladies need clitoral stimulation, right? So if you have a little there's, dick, there's women you, that want yeah. emotional. They won't fucking. Arrive yeah, but if you're fucking a- them, they want you to pack their pussy. <laughs> Jesus, Mary and Joseph. We hit it, guys. Oh God, I love this show. God, I love it. But but there's some women that they they won't arrive until you get you hit the emotional. Well, yeah, chords. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you go down to the gusto, and you just you know you ravage their clitoris. And if you have a big cock, fat cock, <laughs> if you have a big fat cock, and you're fucking them, that's an easy job for them. You're making love to them. Whatever, um, <laughs> you know the clitoris gets stimulated because the 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 fat cock is so big that when it's going in, it it kind of stimulates the clitoris. By the way, Ragwell's next freestyle single is that fat cock. <laughs> Ragwell left the room. <laughs> oh, that's right, Raymond. <laughs> this is Raymond. This is Raymond the perv. <laughs> Ragwell the artist has left the room. Do you um the studio? Did you ever have that? By the way, as an artist, like people throwing themselves at you and all the time. And how did you how did you fight that? You fight it you at first, l- and then you just uh, fuck it. You know, uh, you know, if you've got <laughs> if you have yeah, yeah, listen. If all you have are lemons, you make fucking lemonade. You know, honest to God. My 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 first experience in Brazil was was so moving. When I got back, well, because I did things that I I had to do as Rayguel, the artist, not me. And that's so not me because I'm a control freak. So I don't I don't like doing things that I don't want to do. You know? Yeah. I got a question for you that's on the on the live here. Oh boy! Uh, oh yeah. boy! No, no, nothing. This uh, is the confessional. Do you have any plans? Do you have any plans to either be in a movie or any ideas for a movie? I've been in a few movies. Not homemade. <laughs> Actually, I've been. I've, I have been in a couple of movies. Okay. I, in my earlier career as an actor, in when I was living in California in L.A., I was in a couple of independent films, and. Um, I've been in a few. Well, no, I've been in one home movie <laughs> that I've lost. I don't know where it is. <sighs> All right, it's the champagne. <laughs> well, that I have so much class. So bottle let's of Chianti. Summing it all up, um, are we ever going to tell the people what? What the joke's all about? Bottle of Chianti. Are we gonna no, say I'm that I'm for the, the next episode? That's for the, that's yeah, for that's the show. For the, that's for the next one. That's okay. here for the show. So what happens on the hangout Google, hour stays bottle on the hangout of Chianti. hour. Um, from the bottom of our hearts, Ray, your your journey is is one to to be influenced and inspired by. Um, you again. My journey continues. It does, Dave. but thus far, 
We're far. all on a journey. We're Ox and I are on the same one right now. Together. 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 Where's your journey going, Ox? I have no idea. But no. I'm, I'm having a blast. You're a single it. man, Ox? I am, yes. Have you been married? Yes, I have. Yeah, you have children? Yes, I have two. Two? Boys, girls? One boy, one girl. I was married for 18 years. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. How long have you been single? A year? Nah, two years now. Two, so let years. me ask you something, because you're you're a big buff, sexy oh kind God, of guy. No, here we go. We're inflating no. his fucking head. Well, he's a good-looking guy, ladies. And he's single. Que si singa. Que si singa. Pítate la payamita de raya. Anyway, so let me ask you, uh, do you have a girlfriend? I don't. Are you looking? Um, I'm concentrating on work and I'm concentrating on... So there's no room for love? There's always room for love. Love is the answer. You know it. And on that note... And I'm on gonna, that note... I'm going to shut up. Good night, guys. <laughs> to, to, to wrap it all up, from I think I could speak for Ox and I... It's been a pleasure having you on. I, I have had so much fun it with, fun? You, Isn't with you, gentlemen. We love you, Rigwell. Well, I'm we so happy to. Thank you so much for having me we here. This has been so much fun. It really has because it's been so, Lacks. so off the cuff. And that's that's, that's what the show's about. That's exactly what we're. That's what we're exactly what we're shooting for. This is exactly what we want. We want you, you know, you in this particular case. Ray Guado come in here and just relax and have fun with us and, and talk shit. And, well, I'll tell you what, if people really story. enjoyed this, I'll come back. If 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 people get me and well, you my can also perverse, bring a, you could bring a guest. Oh, you want me to bring a guest? Yeah, bring and another guest. And you've got cameras? Yeah. <laughs> mm. Bottle mm. of Keon. You know it. You know <laughs> it, Bobby. Oh, like, but uh-oh. we're. G- yeah, oh. we're gonna get a T-shirt that says that. Bottle, for the bottle next. of Chianti. <laughs> so I feel like the joke when I when I. When I hear the joke, it's it's not going to be good, guys. I'm telling you right now, I don't think I'm going to like Not after everything, not after being on four and propping your ass the way you did. I've been working on God, my, you guys should have seen He's been working shit. on his glutes. I've, I've been working it was, on my It twerks. was a little, well, the glutes was the last thing I saw. I didn't see any glutes. All I saw was this big furry ass up in the air. Shave that thing, motherfucker. Groom I it. I love this guy, man. <laughs> Again. We love you here. You're always welcome back. Thank um, you. We're super proud of you. We're going to be pushing you uh, to continue on, on on the rest of your it's journey. It's an honor to be here, and I am very proud of what you guys are doing. And anytime you guys want me, I'm here. And likewise, anytime you want us to go to the studio, we'll, we'll be there. Yeah, for Next sure. Next time, bring a bottle and of Keanu. Can, we, and, and can we give a motherfucking... Huge round of fucking applause to our tech, our our producer here on the show, Martin. Only Villa. if he'll wipe the hair off his face. You can't see his face. Great job, guys. Are you Thai? Where, 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 where's your family from? Mexicano. He's a Chicano. Huevo taco. So you no wonder you jumped up when I said taco. <laughs> <laughs> All right, as always, guys, you know, our main platform is Instagram, so we're always on Instagram. We're trying to promote as much as you can. We're trying to build our site. We're trying to build our brand. If you guys like what you see, give us a follow. Give us a like. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for having me here, and I'm sorry if I was a little bit off the cuff, but it's the champagne, and it's not my fault. They did it to me.
it's all good. We're, we're glad that you had a good time, and that's the most important thing for I'm us. I'm glad. I'm glad to have been here. Good. And thank you, and thank you to all your listeners. Well, so. I just want to say that before we give our closing statements, our last final and closing statements, that the live has been blowing up. When I say blowing up, it's been blowing up for this particular song that we're going to be closing the show with. Um, I grew up listening to his song in the back of my uncle's many of cars and with his bass. And what were you doing in was, the back of the back seat? I was just hanging out because I was you a kid. Sick, <laughs> yeah, I'm a sick, sick motherfucker. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. But uh, I like again. I grew up with this song. I know Danny grew up with this song, so it's gonna be an honor to play this song. Poor Danny heard this song so oh, I much. Bet he he did. was. I, well, I'm, I'm, the last, one the, I'm one of the ones the that always asked to play it. And in the last few days, we've heard it even more. So, but it is an honor to to play this song in, in your presence. So again, on behalf of the show, on behalf of Danny and myself, thank you. Good luck to everything in the future. Thank you for your support, fellas. Oh, we love you, and thank you. So I much love for you everything. guys too. And and all jokes aside, this it really has been a good time. Good, appreciate thank it. You. So as always. Be good or be good at it, baby. And stay sexy, Miami. Bye. I wanted to hear this song. and